0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode seven of the Danny Boy Show, the Mostly Movie Podcast, and I'm your host, Danny Boy. Thank you for listening, and hope you enjoyed this episode. This is episode seven, as I just mentioned, and this episode is all about Jack Black. I'm celebrating Jack Black June, and this is the final conclusion. So this is going to be a Jacktastic episode, filled with Jack Black stuff about his movies, him, all bunch of shit, and that will be the final theme for. Quite a while. It's not going to be themes all the time in case you're like, oh my God, I don't care about that guy. I do not want to hear a bunch of that. Mm-mm. Not a month, honey. No way. No how. Nothing like that. I just thought I'd throw it out there because I got in the vibe of Jack Black. I'm like, yes, I'm going to do Jack Black June. Hell yes. That's what I'm doing. So yes, this is the end of Jack Black June. And we're going to talk all about Jack Black. So yes, let's get started. You want to know who Jack Black is? You say, who's Jack Black? Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Okay, here's a bio, I didn't write it, it's just one I found. They don't have a lot of good stuff, and the ones they really like mention as their biggest movie, like, hmm, is that their best movie? And how old is this bio, man? You could not find a decent one, it's like people aren't putting enough effort into it, it's bullshit, bro. So sit down kiddies, I'm gonna tell you all about Jack Black. Pop open there, e-holes boy, cause pop pop gotta tell your story. Thomas Jacob. In brackets, Jack Black was born on August 28, 1969, in Santa Monica, California, to Judith Love Coleman and Thomas William Black. They were both satellite engineers. He is of Russian, Jewish, and British German ancestry. That's right. Jack Black is an American actor-producer known for his comic roles in movies such as School of Rock, Tenacious D in the Peak of Destiny, and Gulliver's Travels. He is also known for his voiceover roles in the Kung Fu Panda franchise. He grew up in Calvinist City attending Calvinist City High School and the Poseidon School. As a 13-year-old he appeared in commercials. Later he attended Crossroads High School for Arts and Sciences in Santa Monica where he discovered his talent for acting. He went on to act in television movies and series such as Life Goes On, Northern Exposure, The Innocent, The X-Files, Mr. Show and Picket Fences. His first movie role was in Bob Roberts in 1992. He landed his breakthrough role in the movie High Fidelity. Thereafter he played a number of leading roles in movies such as Shallow How, Nacho Libre, Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny, Year One and Gulliver's Travels. Apart from acting, he has also voiced characters in animated movies and won critical acclaim for his role in the movie School of Rock. Black won the Best Voice Award for voicing Eddie Riggs in the popular video game Brutal Legend. Also a musician, Jack Black is the lead singer for the band Tenacious D which he founded along with Kyle Gass. So that's the bio. I don't think it was very recent to be honest there was almost no mention after Tenacious D Pick a Destiny which was like 2007-ish or whatever but I I don't know how up to date you need to be oh last week he went to McDonald's okay whatever but yeah that's his biography so that's a little bit about him if you didn't know much I mean it didn't cover much anyway but anyway I didn't write it so get off my back okay step off and anyway so now I'm gonna go through a bunch of movies from his earlier stuff to the recent stuff just do some honorable mentions talk about the movie why I like it and all that sort of stuff so if you don't like Jack Black, you're not going to like this episode much, but if you do, let's get jacked. (laughs) Oh, yes. How many Jack puns can I use in one episode? Let's count it. Anyway, let's go through. I'm going to start through that, and later on, I might have a little bit of Jack Black trivia for you. (laughs) won't that be exciting, everyone? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's get it started. Okay, let's get started, everyone. So, I'm going all the way back to... One of his first earliest movies I have ever seen with him in it. And it was pretty much the movie I'm like, who is? Is this dude? I like him a lot. Yes, it's 1993's Airborne. I could throw some serious money out there that you've probably never heard of this one. It's probably hard as fuck to find. I haven't seen it for years. I remember having to watch it online on like some sort of dodgy fucking website. This movie is about Mitchell Goosing is a California teenager who loves to surf and rollerblade. When his zoologist parents are given a grant to work in Australia, they can't take Michael, so they send him to Cincinnati, Ohio to stay with his aunt, uncle, and cousin Wiley, who will be his roommate for the next six months. At his new school, Mitchell gets on the bad side of the high school hockey players, so he and Wiley endure weeks of torture from them until they all must learn to get along and team up to beat the Central High School rivals in a competition down the Devil's Backbone. <laughs> oh, yes, this movie is about rollerblading, which I know okay roll baiting but at the time it's one of those movies like mighty ducks and shit with i don't give a shit about hockey it's fun when i watch other people do it when it's a fun movie it's just one of the first times i saw him i'm like this guy's sick like seth green's in it you know a whole bunch of other people that aren't really famous but it's just one of those fun movies where it's just classic where heaps of shit happens and they're like hey we hate each other but we need to team up when enemies become friends Best friends. I just remember being one of those like you watch it and you just feel good, fun movie, great. You know, for that brief ninety minutes you're watching it, you're like, oh, I want to get rollerblades, and then straight after, I'm like no I don't that sounds like a horrible idea that was airborne I'm not gonna go on about that forever but that was the first movie that's from 1993 now the next one is from 1994 this is a movie that also probably isn't seen that much considering the first one so beloved which I also love I'm not putting it down at all but it is never ending story 3 <laughs> what there's a third one you ask and the answer is yes there was this one is about uh, Bastion wishes for a sibling comes true when he his father remarries, he but he's soon having trouble with the new stepsister Nicole and with a gang of school bullies, the nasties. Hiding in the school library, Bashan finds his favorite book, The Never Ending Story. Later, it's found by the gang's leader Slip, who is Jack Black, by the way, who recognizes the book's power, who starts to form Fantasia after his bad intentions. When the chaos worsens, the childlike Empress requests Bashan to move back to the real world, get the book back, and save Fantasia. Some Fantasia characters accidentally travel with him into his reality and get lost in different places. Meanwhile, Slip and the other Nazis spread anarchy. Finally, Bastion gets support from Nicole, who begins to believe in the power of Fantasia. This movie is one that most people, if they even have seen it, would probably not be a fan of. I like it a very fucking brief. Uh, it's on the headphones. You can hear Meatloaf. That's not the reason I like. It's a fun movie. It's like, it's all over the place. It is a bit weird because the other ones are all in Fantasia. They're all like magical in this shit. This one's in the real world, so it's like, it's in the shopping center. There's a bunch of chaos you're like what is happening to these characters all of them are sort of getting played down the childlike empress is all like "Bamu, dude yeah well, shut up i love shopping it's like you haven't even been to a shop man you don't know shit but here's a funny bit of trivia for you jack black signed on because he was a big fan of the original never-ending story he was so unhappy with how this film turned out that he refused to discuss it in interviews for several years afterwards you're like oh wow embarrassment but anyway i love the movie it's fun jack black's in it he's like the shaved head bully. He's basically the leader of like five goth guys called the nasties. And they all about the saw. And they basically just torment the fuck out of this guy because like he's just a new kid. There was no reason for it at all. They just make fun of him. And after a while, you're like, whoa, these guys really hate this kid. It's crazy. I love Jack Black in it. It's so good. That's the main reason I like it. It's just Jack Black's in it. He's a bully, and it makes me this is a kid's movie as well. But I would love to see Jack Black in a real fucking gritty movie where he. He plays this sort of sinister person. I reckon he'd play it good because he's got the face for it. He's got those mean looking eyebrows. He's got those dead black eyes. I reckon he'd fucking nail it. But this was a glimpse of that. And that's always what I think about. I'm like, imagine if this movie was even grittier and the fucking Nazis are like a full-on gang. And like, eventually they would have to lose probably. But it'd be like, I'd love to see him in that. You know when Kevin James was in that Becky movie? It was nice to see someone who's usually the goofy, fun guy play a sinister fucking evil role. You're like, yes, nice acting chops, bro. But I mean, he didn't do that. Obviously, he's in some serious roles. That's what I always think with the Neverending Story three. I've seen it tons of times. I've probably seen it more than the original, which which is probably like a real fucking like, what are you doing, bro? But anyway, that's the Neverending Story three from 1994. That's one movie I like of Jack Black's, which he evidently doesn't like. And then the next one is the Tenacious D show. It was from 1997 to 2000, I believe it was on MTV. I just watched it on the DVD. It's great. It's like a bunch of episodes. It's basically like an episode is each song from the first original album and it's just a fun thing they're just two oblivious guys who are just all about the rock or whatever the fuck their mission is for that episode and they just do shit no regard to anyone else it's just fun it's so good they're so funny and stupid and simple the episodes are hilarious and there's one where it's just they fucking just they're getting in the vibe i think it could be the tribute episode and they are just destroying their fucking room and the roommate's like i need you to shut up i'm a writer and they're like and he's fucking hanging from the fan hammering the roof and it's so stupid but they're so funny and the Lee episode's great where the fan is fucking crazy and then he's like I've seen everything and they're like well this guy's real uh stab love material or whatever they call it and he's like and then they get obsessed with him and then he's like I you guys are sick and I hope you never get better and it's like me and KG yeah we're gonna sing a little song about a little special thing special Things. Why do you think this is Tenacious D3D? No, 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 no. Great show. Fucking fun. If you can find the DVD, it's like the greatest hits or the greatest collection one. You can get the whole fucking thing on there. A concert, all the video clips. It's great. It was worth it. I got it for so fucking cheap and I was like, what? You don't know the value in this shit, man. But that's The Tenacious D Show. Check it out if you can. It's probably on YouTube or something. I don't know. Didn't look it up. The next little selection of a movie I liked a lot, which is one where I'm like, whoa, this guy's, he looks so different in this. Oddly enough, he was just like clean cut. He's fat, but small. He looks very odd the way he looks in this movie, but it's Shallow how from 2001. It's the movie of Little Shallow how I'll tell you all about it if you wanted the buy. If, if for some reason you haven't seen it. Following the vice of his dying father. How dates only women who are physically beautiful. One day, however, he runs into the self-help guru, Tony Robbins, who hypnotizes him into recognizing only the inner beauty of women. How thereafter, meets Rosemary, which is Gwyneth Potro, a largely obese woman who only he can see as a vision of loveliness. But will their relationship survive when How's equally shallow friend undoes the hypnosis, which is Jason Alexander. George Costanza! I can't stand you. That's what happens in that movie. It's a great movie. It's like, him just being like he's a fucking pro and it's one of those things where it's like yeah okay he's not seeing the true value of what they look like but it's like he's happy he's so happy in this movie he's loving it he's getting all this affection all these fucking people are nice to him and then his friend fucks it up because he's basically jealous and upset that he lost his friend it's like oh man what a petty dickhead it's a fun movie it's good i haven't seen it for a fair while to be honest it's a good old laugh you know it was always that fucking thing it's like oh what are you building a sail for your sailboat and it's just like what a dick and he's like Why don't I understand Like you know He just doesn't realize That the fat jokes He's making To a fat person But he doesn't understand It's a great thing I'm not selling it Obviously That's fucking A horrible spokesperson For a movie But yes Shallow How Great little movie From 2001 And now I move on To my next one Yeah I'm skipping a few I'm not listing Every movie he's ever been in There's other ones I liked I like Shark Tower It was a good one I didn't get into Kung Fu Panda As much as probably Other people did Just I don't know wasn't interested In the whole Kung Fu doesn't interest me At all so So a panda doing it isn't much better just because it's voiced by him. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. I do like Shark Towers a bit, like, you know, a bit of fun. I'm just not into DreamWorks movies that much. They're not as good as Pixar, and that might be a rude thing to say, but I don't know. It's not. There isn't a whole lot where I could be like, I love that. It's so much better than them. Pixar's better, bruh. It's just a fact. We're moving on to the next one, and it's a fucking doozy. This movie is fuck- I would, If I had another episode, it would be about this movie, because it's fucking sick, yo. <laughs> the movie is 2008's Tropic Thunder. Oh my god, who the fuck has not seen this? This is probably top 10, one of the greatest comedies ever, I reckon. It's so fun. It's so good. I mean, like, I think Robert Downey Jr. is probably, like, the breakout character in this. But there's so many famous people in this. It's crazy. Jack Black's in it. Almost unrecognizable. Again, he's got short, crew cut, blonde hair. He's a drug addict. He's like, my jelly beans! He's fun. He's just all over the place. He's just freaking out. He loses his cocaine or whatever the fuck he's addicted to in this. And he just goes nuts. He's like, I need... oh oh, fucking but it's just the fucking whole group of them going through thinking it's a movie not realizing it's real life it's such a fucking good movie the cast in it is crazy there's so many you can't even name them all on two hands more than 10 big fucking names in this it's crazy it's just famous person after famous person and it's just so funny oh my god but Robert Downey Jr. is probably the standout in this he's so funny man he's like uh, I know what you mean my people and it's like what are you talking about Is that you are Australian yeah, it's just so funny man such a great movie but yeah if I had one more episode if I had done this a week earlier before I changed my mind and just did it on the fly that would have been the episode it would have been mostly about Tropic Thunder such a good movie if you haven't seen Tropic Thunder literally go out and watch it it's so good I know I keep saying that about stuff but if I could say one out of all the ones I have mentioning today go see Tropic Thunder Tropic Thunder, It's fucking sick. You won't regret it. It's so good. Pretty sure it's on Netflix or Prime or whatever. Or just buy it. It's worth the money. So good. That's Tropic Thunder 2008. And then we move on to a 2011 movie that probably isn't that known, but it's called Bernie. And much like Tropic of Thunder, it has Jack Black and Matthew McConaughey in it. And Matthew McConaughey's mum. It's got a whole bunch of interviews with people. This is based off a true story, but in a small town in Texas, an affable, whatever the fuck that means, mortician strikes up a friend. With a wealthy widow, though when she starts to become controlling, he goes to great lengths to separate himself from her grasp. He's like a chubby undertaker who takes pride in his work. He's a gospel singing guy. It's really funny. There's a whole big scene where he's like in the car listening to the gospel song, but it's just I reckon it's like early on in the movie, and that's what wins you over instantly. And you just feel bad for the guy. He's fun, but like lovely lifted me, lovely lifted me when nothing else could help. Lovely. Love lifted me, love lifted me, love lifted me, where nothing else could help, love lifted me, and it's a whole big, like, religious song, and all that sort of stuff, but it's fucking, it's like, I don't listen to that stuff, but it's like, it's so catchy, fuck Jack Black's awesome, they're kind of like, is he gay, I'm not sure on this, but yeah, he meets this old lady, and she's nice, and he gets to enjoy, like, spending all the money and all that sort of shit, and he's loving it, but, like, she starts to really sort of take control of him, and then he just becomes a servant and uh, he just hates it. And like she breaks a fucking lovely guy that the town loves and it's just fucking, it's a movie where you're like, damn fucking hell. It's just fun. Like It's unexpected. It's like a small movie, but it's just good. I love it. That's Bernie. Bernie Man from 2011. Check it out if you've never seen it. Pretty sure it's on Netflix, to be honest. Yeah, great little movie. And here's another one that is not a major fucking one. It just kind of, it happened, it left, whatever. It's 2011 as well. It's called The Big Year. It's got Jack Black and it has Steve Martin in it. You're like, what, Steve Martin? But yeah, it's a great movie. It's like, for me, this is like a nerdy little thing. I do enjoy birds. Like not, yeah, and yeah, the fucking birds like girls, right? Eh? <laughs> oh, shut up, idiot. But no, I mean like actual birds. Certain ones, I'm not like bird watching and all that sort of stuff. This movie is about bird watching. I'll tell you all about it. Short and sweet, two bird enthusiasts try to defeat the cocky cutthroat world record holder in a year-long bird spotting competition. So it's basically Jack Black and Steve Martin who team up... against Owen Wilson. It's narrated by John Cleese and it also has a famous little dad in it, which is Brian Dennehy. And there's a few other people they meet along the way and all that sort of stuff. Like it's got a kind of big cast considering it's not a really big known movie or anything like that, but it's a great movie. I do like owls. This is like a nerdy thing to admit. The great gray owl is a moment in this movie that really bonds him and his dad. I don't get why you like birds. And then the dad's kind of sick. He goes out one day and then he's like, oh my God, this is mad." magical and beautiful i get it now and it's a real. Oh, oh giving myself fucking tingles just talking about it i remember that being just like a real heartfelt moment you're like wow but that fucking owl when i saw this i'm like fucking hell that owl is amazing it's majestic it's beautiful and then i went to scotland once and then i went past a fucking big castle where, i mean i don't even remember the fucking name of the castle it's right in the heart of edinburgh as i'm going past there's an owlery like a stall thing and they're like hey come to our, our fucking place whatever it's called there you go for 20 bucks you could get or 20 20 pound, euro, whatever the fuck their money is. You could get a photo with two hours, but one was a great growl. I would have paid anything to get that photo, which I did. And I was like, yes, I got to fucking hold this great gray owl. It stood on my arm. It was amazing. I was like, I don't have that many photos of it. I wish it was just like, fucking shut up, take a million photos. But it was fucking amazing. It was so good. I'm like, this bird, not as big as I expected, but it's great. It looks so oh, great gray owl, <laughs> a little bird joke for it, but it was so good. Such a good fucking thing. But yeah, that's why I like this movie. It's just the birds. It's interesting. And you get to see a lot of like nice sights in the movie. If you can't go anywhere and want to, Majestic sites You're probably never going to go. Watch this movie. It's great. Lots of great locations, all that sort of shit. That's the big year from 2011. So that's covered most of the like honorable mentions of movies that I really like from him. Like, I know you're kind of like, whoa, he's in heaps of other shit. It's like, yeah, I know, but these are what I like. I mean, he's good in Jumanji, Goosebumps and all that. We get that. They're newish ones. I didn't want to go on about it too much. Like people probably have just seen him. Like we know he's funny, he's good and all that sort of stuff. But these are movies that you might not have heard of or just the ones from the past that are great. And you're like, yes, fuck yeah. He was also in a game that I really enjoyed. It was called Brutal Legend. It's from 2009. It's basically about a guy called Eddie Riggs. He's a roadie. He's transported to a fantasy world inspired by the artwork of heavy metal album covers. And he becomes the world's savior, leading the downtrodden humans against a range of supernatural overlords. I used to play that on the PlayStation. I don't remember it being super hard to finish, which is good because I don't usually finish games. I'm pretty shit with games, to be honest. I do enjoy a good game of poker. Pokemon but otherwise I am just shit open world games are fun for me this was a fun little game and it's called Brutal Legend it's great great music great thing Jack Black you get to hear him talk he's the main character just a fun little game that's called Brutal Legend and then two of the biggest cameos I really like from him I mean he's in a ton of cameos actually he pops in a lot of stuff the first one is an episode from season one episode 13 of Community he plays Buddy and he's just the guy that like you know they do a whole bunch of clips where he's suddenly in them he's like, yeah, I've been here the whole time. I sleep a lot. Oh, okay, cool. And the gang's kind of like, yeah, I don't know if we want to join an eighth member to the group. And then really, Jeff Winger's just like, oh, I don't know. And then he's starting to win them over. Like, yes. And then at one point, he fucking does this thing. Like, he's showing, he's like, yeah, I'm big, but I'm agile, man. He's like, watch this. And he's like, yeah. And he fucking kicks up in the air, like really high. It just fucking kicks Jeff Winger straight in the nose and basically like breaks his nose. He's like, oh shit. He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. He's like, oh no, I just kicked the leader in the face. He's like, nah, no, nah, it's cool, you know. My nose tends to bleed, you know. It's just a weird reaction from, you know, when I get kicked in the face. He gets dragged out at what point, his pants are coming down and all that sort of stuff. And if you see the blooper, his pants actually fall right off. He's like, oh shit, my dick and balls. It turns out, you know, spoiler alert, was only trying to get with that gang because the other group, or oh, study group, they're not gangs. The other study group shows up and they're like, you should come with us. to are just going fucking Owen Wilson. You're like, what? Cameo he's like oh yes this was only my backup group he's like i'm in the cool group and they're like damn we could have really used buddy like you know they want him now he's gone he's never in it again but that was a great cameo i really like community the first three seasons after that hmm, not so much pretty much when chevy chase leaves it's like yeah you've lost me uh, it's boring and then my favorite cameo he was ever in he's uncredited in this but fuck it's so good covers horror and jack black great combo It's in 1998, I still know what you did last summer. He plays the guy who works at the resort they go to. He's a fucking white Jamaican guy, pretty much. He's like, yo, my brothers, what's happening? He's like, yo, I got the good shit. He's like, oh no, man, you did me wrong. He's this big fucking fat guy in a Hawaiian shirt. He's got dreadlocks and it's just so stupid. I love that character so much. He's barely in it. Any scene he's in, I'm like, oh, (laughs) I love this guy. I don't know why It's just maybe because the other characters aren't that interesting or fun. So he's this fucking ray of light for a brief moment of time in the movie. He plays this fucking white Jamaican guy. It's great. I still know what you did last summer. 1998. Check it out. Great fucking movie. I like that more than the first one. Almost. But yeah, I think... (laughs) Some movies I like the sequels more to. I think it's literally because Jack Black's in it. It's crazy. The Jack Black factor. He makes sequels cooler to watch. Because otherwise, most of them are a little bit... That's Jack Black. So I've covered cameos covered the game he was in the movies i like and all that sort of stuff so i'll finish off with some trivia and then i might wrap it up eh so here we go none of these were face melting trivia facts so i'll only do a few and then just call it a day but he's had his gallbladder removed him and his wife eloped after dating less than a year they were married in big Sur, california by the same minister who performed shane stanley and Vale berry's ceremony who the fuck is that he is good friends with tim robbins and will smith keep My wife's name out your motherfucking mouth What's up, Carlton? Ah, he's still good, even though that pretty much tarnished himself after that one, didn't he? Not very good. But yes, he competes for the same roles, or used to, I should say, as Philip Seymour Hoffman. He mentioned this jokingly on the School of Rock commentary, but yes, always played for the same roles, and I am assuming never got them. He's one half of the rock band Tenacious D, alongside friend and collaborator Carl Gass. He originally got that by getting guitar lessons in a uh, trade of acting lessons. So that's a nice little deal. Tenacious D, kick ass. Became a father for the first time at age 36 when his wife, Tanya Hayden, gave birth to their son, Samuel Jackson Black, on June 10, 2006. He considers The Who to be the greatest band of all time, explaining that they were the first ones to ever rock hard. The recklessness, the deliciousness. That's literally all the quote says. Sorry, everyone. I was like leaving that at the end because it was meant to be something good, but I couldn't find any good facts. It was nothing good that was like really sort of face-melting trivia. Yeah, I don't know, like he does cool shit, but I mean, most of it's stuff people know already and I don't know, nothing like crazy. So I'm very sorry, I'll just apologize for that. This episode might not be a strong one, but you know, one episode dedicated to one actor that I appreciate, not everyone might, but I don't know, that's Jack Black, mostly about Jack Black, episode seven. That is done, Skis. We are finished with him for now, okay? So if you'd like to get a little bit more of me, why don't you get me on Instagram at the Danny Boy Show, all one word, The Danny Boy Show, or you can get me on TikTok, I'm smashing out the content on there, I'm up to 300 followers, holy shit, oh, so big now, I'm waiting for that blue tick, isn't it? Might have to wait a little bit longer, maybe, but anyway, yes, it's slowly getting a bit of a following, which I'm enjoying a lot, I like the old TikTok, it was very late to the party on that one, took years to get around to it, but I enjoy it, so yes, TikTok, The Danny Boy Show, all one big word, that's it, Instagram, TikTok, The Danny Boy Show, check us out, follow me, and that's where you can do that. So thank you so much for listening to Episode 7, and I'll uh, catch you next time. Jack Black June!